On this week's episode, we are talking about audio description. We're talking about movies and theater productions and TV shows and any other way that we consume it. So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. Two best friends with the same rare disease, living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Uh, How's, how are you, girl? Not the same without you. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad not to be near you. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I don't know. It's so wild because, like, we were talking right before this and planning our app and... <laughs> Casey was talking to me about like she was eating something and I was like I know where you are in your house because I know what your house (laughs) looks like now (laughs) I know we really really miss each other you guys we had such a good time and I will say I I apologize to Cass for how much I freaking talked in that last episode (laughs) because I got so excited I was so like happy that she was here and like nervous and excited that like I feel like I you know, I feel like we're so used to recording this way, but when yeah. we were in person, it felt so different that we didn't know what we were, we were doing, and I got way too excited. So girl, but it was still very fun. Girl, no, you were fine, and it was it was a blast, though. Like, also, I think anyone who listens to this podcast knows you talk faster than I do, so like, you can, true. You yes. can just fit in more words. <laughs> I have more of a word count on each episode. If y'all, if you guys are keeping track with how much we talk on this pod no but like it was it was so special being with case so after we recorded that episode we baked cookies and it was oh my so gosh. yum it was amazing we baked like the most incredible chai cookies they're so good Cass had the recipe I made them when I was in high school and like haven't made them in a long time so I was just, I was super excited to be able to share them, and I think other people who ate them enjoyed them as well. Yes, no, they did. My sister described them as, and I quote, bakery good. Wow. So that was very exciting. And then we celebrated my birthday oh. at my party with my other friends, and Cass got to meet all my local friends, it so and it fun. was so lovely. Everyone we all had such so a good time. Sweet. We watched 13 yes. Going on 30, which I had not seen before and it was so <laughs> cute. It was so fun. Yes, iconic early 2000s movie. Had to watch that. We played video games late into the night. It was <laughs> fun. It was so much fun. It was such a blast. I got to meet her nephews and um, yes, I think I have I don't think I've met your brother-in-law, but still, I I got to meet her nephews, and they were just the sweetest, uh, and her mom. Yes, that was so fun. And then we went and got dinner at this lovely little bookstore called Novel, I'm and that was also a lot of fun. I'm obsessed bookstore. I wanted to buy everything. Yes, everything. <laughs> we did buy, we did buy a few things. We did. <laughs> we couldn't I, leave empty-handed. Oh, it was, it was so much fun, and then, like, we were in the car with her friends as they like drove around and we were singing like musical theater. Okay, Casey was singing musical theater. They they are they're all <laughs> actors. Like all of her friends are actors. They all know all of the musical theater scores and I'm here like blah blah. I know Hamilton cuz I suck. Well, you knew the Steven Universe though when we played that and that was Not as well as you though. So well, that's okay. <laughs> we also tried to go to the square like this little square we have but it was way too cold to really like 
like do anything there but um <laughs> we like walked no, around was, for a sorry. second and we were like oh look this is where santa sits okay okay christmas yes. <laughs> tree let's go back in the car <laughs> It was cute, yes. But, um, and we also, like, watched Avatar The Last Airbender together again. We watched a few episodes, like, three, I think, yeah. It was so fun, because, like, even, it was so wild to, like, for for those that know how, like, we, you know, to stimulate our long-distance friendship, we uh, will watch episodes of shows together and then send each other our, like, voice memo thoughts afterward. And, um, you know... Being able to just watch it together and give live commentary was so different yes. and so much fun. Even, like, episodes that I feel like we would have thought were, like, mundane and kind of lame uh-huh. um, while we were, like, at home separate were, like, funny and, like, comical. Yes. When we were together. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, long story short, it was, like, magical. It was so it was, like, magic. Oh, I'm, so, so, I- I'm so glad I didn't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah i mean hey it could have gotten in like a what if we got in like a huge argument and the pod would be canceled forever oh. yes and it would have to be like sitcom no. style like friend in between us had to like get us in a room where we could talk <laughs> hey that'd be some nice juicy drama though i'm sure the listeners would love it <laughs> No, sorry to all the listeners to say we got along great. Oh, it was <laughs> such a blast. I still didn't meet Rupert though. I'm still salty yeah, I'm about sorry. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person, <laughs> you know. But I I can't remember all that we said on the last episode of what we've said on this one, but we had to catch you guys up on all that happened after we recorded that. So, it was great. It was long story short, we had a blast, but we are really then, really excited. You know, oh, what? I we are really excited to get into this and I know we don't need to make this intro too long but I had to ask um how was your trip to Disney with your family oh it was so fun it was so fun um we went to well so my brother and sister-in-law like their flight got canceled but they still ended up making it to like join us in Magic Kingdom and we got to do uh, with them, like, three out of the four parks. So um, we did all but Hollywood Studios with them. And then on Thanksgiving, we just hung around Disney Springs, and that was a, a lot of fun. And the food was really good. And then they ended up having to leave a little early. But um, my parents and I went to Hollywood Studios for a little bit, and we had a nice time there, too. So it was, it was really nice. I feel like... You know when you have a really active trip that you come back and you're like, I need a vacation from my vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how I yes. feel right now. I just kind of want to take it easy, be low-key, but yeah. unfortunately, I have yes. a job. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. But, uh, did you there's have a lovely that. Thanksgiving with your family? Yes. It was It was a lovely Thanksgiving. I feel like, I kind of feel similar to you of like, I, this isn't exactly what you said, but I'm kind of going off of what you just said of like, at this time of year, I feel extremely lazy Mm -hmm. like I feel like from like at at New Year's I get really like goal oriented and ready to go but like from now until New Year's I just don't want to work and so I need to like actually kick myself into gear a bit because I still have to (laughs) right (laughs) life does not stop for Christmas but I wish it would (laughs) yes yes (laughs) oh man but we're so excited to get in this episode we keep talking to each other about doing this episode and 
I don't know. I feel like we could talk about this for like a long time. So I'm so excited. Yeah, we really have been talking about doing this episode for months, but we also got a lovely email from one of our listeners, Caroline. Caroline. Shout out to Caroline. And Caroline um, kind of mentioned, you know, are you guys ever going to talk about audio description? If you've seen the title of this episode, you know that that's what we're talking about. I'm assuming that's in the title. Uh, we don't <laughs> choose the titles until after, but I'm assuming that's probably in it. Um, so um, we are really excited to get into it, though. Audio description is something we love. We have a lot of thoughts on it. We have a lot to say to you. Cass even has some Disney World stuff updates for yes. us about audio description. Yes. So, yeah, I'm so, really excited, too. Case is an actress um, by trade. But um, so do you want to tell us what is audio description for those that do not know? Oh, sure. Yes. So audio description is for blind and low vision people. Um, and it can be on a TV show or a movie or a play or anything you might be watching that is visual. And it is a voice audio describing um, what is happening on the screen or in the play and so on and so forth. So um, basically a voice comes in um, kind of in the middle of where dialogue would be. So the voice is not on top of any dialogue. You can still hear what the characters are saying, but a voice will come in and say what what visual action is happening on the screen that you would miss if you couldn't see it. And a lot of blind people love it. Yeah. And do you have anything to add that I missed? No, no, I don't. I feel like you did a great job explaining it. But I feel like audio description, um, if, if you guys haven't tried it, um, on a lot of streaming platforms that I feel like most people have nowadays, um, if, if it's available, you can listen to it by going into your language settings when you're watching something and then it would say something like English audio description and then you could select that and you could listen to it give it a shot I feel like it's worth at least trying um I think audio description is just when it's done well it's like such an art form because like Mm. we have some vision so like we can see some stuff on the screen but audio description just absolutely enhances our experience watching because there's a lot that we miss that we don't always know about but it's so like brilliantly done um where like the the person who's describing like usually they have some sort of like a script that they're reading off of and like they'll you know it'll interject in between but like they have to be able to succinctly explain what's going on on the screen um clearly and without too many words right um because like they don't want to overlap on the dialogue or anything actually like relevant or important to the story so it i'm i'm like sometimes i'm just kind of blown away at the at the writing talent that it takes to be able to do this because it is kind of like uh I don't know it's like kind of what it's you're watching something but you're also it's like you're listening to an audiobook (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I think the writing it's a talent to write that shout out to whoever writes the audio description I mean I find it hard to even do image descriptions on Instagram sometimes to describe and I feel like sometimes the vocabulary ugh, vocabulary they use for certain things, I'm like, oh, wow, I would have never thought to have used that word for that. Mm-hmm. Or like Cass and I were actually laughing. We were watching Avatar The Last Airbender together and they kept saying the word slut. Wasn't it sludge? Sludge. They kept saying, 
they kept saying it oh, over and over gross. and we were like take a shot every time we weren't actually drinking but we're like take a shot every time they say sludge like <laughs> so oh my gosh but like but it's it, like but words it like that described you know? it super well yeah it did it's like a muddy it was like muddy but like you know you have to like choose those perfect words to describe what is happening and so shout out to to the writers of right. those things because it's not easy right yeah so when did you first start listening or using audio description? So Cass and I, we have not shared this with each other, but we both did tell each other. We remember that not only the year we started, but the movie, the, our first movie. Um, and so first, before I answer that, um, Cass explained how you uh, access audio description on a streaming service. But if you're actually going to the movie theater you ask the the desk, the person, at the ticket taker, or just like a, an employee at the movie theater, can I use audio description for this film? And they give you a device with a headset that is already synced up to the movie you're going to go see. So if you've never done that, most movie theaters have them. I mean, Cass and I, we're in Tennessee and Ohio. It's not like we're in necessarily huge yeah. cities and our theaters have them so i think mm-hmm. most theaters have them although i mean this is a whole other thing we'll get into later yeah. they usually don't know what it is uh, we'll get into that it's we'll all, get into that because i do like, want to talk about that <laughs> yeah we should do audio description bingo of like every time we go we we get like the same treatment <laughs> no we're gonna talk about that we are but my first one was um it was very very early 2018 it was january of 2018 so about five years ago, um, and it was for the movie The Greatest Showman. Wow. Okay. So when was your first time? I'm actually, I'm actually second guessing myself um, as to when I officially started using it, but I I do think that it was like mid 2018, which is so funny. It really? Was at the same time. Uh, I did. I do think you started using it before me. Um, it was for The Incredibles 2. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazing. That was around The Incredibles 2. I, I, so I saw The Greatest Showman with the audio description in New York. And I was I also saw Incredibles 2 when I was living in New York. And it was around the same time. Yeah, that year. So, yeah, we started around the same time. It's funny because, cool. yeah, I had you really heard of it much before? Because I hadn't. I had not, and I wish I could remember where I heard about it or how um, I heard about it. It might have even been Molly Burke. I don't mm-hmm. remember, though. It, it was some kind of influencer, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, I have no but yeah, idea. I just never, I never used it because I never knew. And even when I had heard about it, I always thought, well, my theaters don't have that. Like, because yeah. they never, like, you know, publicize, like, we have this. Um, you just kind of got to know about it when mm-hmm. you go in. And, like, yeah, so I... I don't know. I I never used it until I was a full-grown adult. And it wasn't even really offered on many streaming sites at that time either. It's really in the last few years, it's blown up a lot more, which is great. Well, and like, I, I, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but I think that we, I think we've talked about this before, but having some vision, um, I feel like... Uh, I don't want to say it makes us delusional, but we we tend to <laughs> we tend to think that we can see more than we really can, and you know we we can see more than nothing, obviously. But there's still like a lot that we miss that maybe we don't always know, um, right? And so 
when I started using it, I, I've, I've talked about this before. Every time I talk about it, I, I mention this. So, like, I've probably said this on the pod before. Um, but, like, I always thought Marvel movies were so boring because I didn't know most of what mm-hmm. was happening on the screen. Especially, like, yes. extended fight scenes. Like, I'm like, okay, fighting, fighting, fighting. Great, great. I don't know what's happening, but mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just, like, it never crossed my mind. And it wasn't until after I started, like, after, <clears throat> sorry, um, after I started using it more, that, like, I did watch, like, more Marvel content, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing so much of this. Yes. Well, it's funny you bring that up, because I said my first movie I ever saw with audio description was The Greatest Showman, but funny story, the time I used it with audio description was actually the second time I saw it, which is funny that I saw that multiple times yeah. in theaters, because I don't even really particularly love that movie. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But I I saw it the first time without audio description, and I thought I followed it fine. I thought I understood the movie, obviously. Um, But then I saw it again with, and I was like, oh my gosh, I missed all of this. Like, I missed so many things. And I think you can agree with what I'm about to say. Like, we still generally can follow a movie without it. Um, Generally, that's kind of generally speaking. But, like, I could follow The Greatest Showman without it. But I think it's those it's those little details you miss that really make a film pop of, yes. like, oh, I missed, you know, these, these little details that you don't... Do you necessarily need them to follow it? Not necessarily, but it makes it more beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of it is, like, context. Like, our brains will fill in the gaps of, like, oh, this must have been what happened earlier. Like, if we didn't understand a scene because yes. it was really visual and quiet... We'll, like, put it together later a lot of the times. Or, like, if we're with someone, honestly, like, I've just asked people. But, um, Mm -hmm. like, you know, this summer I watched um, the the Top Gun, like, remake. It wasn't a remake, but the the Top Gun sequel. And it was, like, a small theater, and they didn't have audio description. And I was like, well, I guess I'm already here. And so I watched it, and it was good like I really enjoyed it I thought the movie was good but I I know for sure that there was a lot of stuff that I didn't get to see and mm-hmm. like it's kind of I don't know I, it's it feels it makes it feel like more alive like what you were saying yeah yeah and I think the genre does matter I mean I think it, and we'll get into this a little later too I think it's possible to use it always but I think what you were saying about like the the uh, Marvel movies When it's a really action-packed movie with a lot of characters going on, like if it's a rom-com that's fairly simple with like one lead person and a few and like a love interest and all of that, you know, like even 13 going on 30, we Mm -hmm. were really close to the screen, but like that's a fairly easy plot to follow. Whereas like the Avengers or something, oh my gosh, I cannot Mm -hmm. watch an action scene without it. Like I just can't. Um, Mm -mm. but like getting into like, you know, we're going to talk about all the different ways of like movies and TV and stuff, but getting into movies, I do want to know some of your fails. Like if you have had audio description fails, I I have some, I have royal (laughs) failures. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. Um, Okay. I have I'm laughing at the one I have. I know. It's so bad. It's so great. It's so bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, like let's set the stage. Okay. Okay, we're setting the stage. We're setting the stage. So when we go to a movie, <laughs> we go up to the desk and we're like, hey, can I have audio description? And case, what do they do every time? They have no <laughs> idea 
what we are asking for. And they'll look at me with a blank face for a while. And then they'll say, they'll either ask somebody else. Yep. Like, they'll go grab somebody mm-hmm. else. They get the or they say, is that the headphones? Yeah. Like, they'll be like, what is that? <laughs> and it's it's funny because, like, it's I, I don't feel like anyone who works at a theater got any sort of training about it because... And, and like, this maybe goes back to the fact that we don't, quote-unquote, look blind, but I still don't think that people understand what each thing is for because I'll, what they do for yeah. me a lot of the time is they bring me... There's um there's some glass, some goggle-type things with the closed <laughs> captions. <laughs> yep. Literally, yep. Yes. And I'm yes. just like, um, this the- is unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, the very first time I ever asked for audio description, which was at The Greatest Showman... Mm-hmm. They brought me this giant, I've never seen anything like it. It was a gigantic stand with a screen on top with the with the closed caption um, or the subtitle. What, what is it? It's closed captions, right? I don't want to say it wrong. I yeah. think it. I think subtitles are. Are for other languages? Yes. I think subtitles are other languages and closed caption is the words. I but I know anyway. people interchange those. Anyway, they brought me that device. And I thought. I was so new yes. to the whole audio description thing that I didn't even know. And I was like, okay. And I took it into the theater with me. And I was with no. my friend Ashley. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't think this is right. Because then the <laughs> words started going. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And then I had to go back. And I was like, listen, I this is like, I'm blind. Like, this is no. This um, is the opposite know, so. of what I need. This is the opposite of blind. This is deaf. Oh, um, it's like when people ask us if we know sign language, you uh, know, people get them, get them a little confused. It's hilarious. Confused. So like this happens pretty much every time. Um, this exact yes, same yes. sequence of events, they get the manager, yes. they get out the wrong device. Like when yes. I'm with my mm-hmm. parents going to a movie, my mom, is, my mom is joining me in it. She's like, no, no, the headphones, the headphones. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I've had to wait like 15 minutes yes. as they go get somebody else. And they're like, wait here. And I'm like, okay. like. And then usually yeah. they're always like, this is my first time setting this up. And I'm like, I know, hon, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's not their fault. I guess there's not many blind people that come in. <laughs> but, I guess, um, but I, and the device is a little bit it's very small it's it's compact it's a little nasty just because i'm a germaphobe a little bit i'm kind of like oh this has been on somebody's ears so the last time i did it i brought my own earbud you know you can bring your own earbuds to Mm. plug into the device if you don't want the it's like those headphones i don't want them on my skin like i'm like gonna break out because some (laughs) like oily person was using them you know what i mean i don't know i don't like I don't like like putting headphones on that the, have been on other people all day. Fair. Not all day, as if so many blind people come right. to the theater. Well, so <laughs> they probably haven't been touched in years. A lot of times, the one at the the ones at the movies, just for any like for again for added context, one headphone like you can individually adjust. I, I don't know if you've had the ones like this. You can individually adjust each like side of the headphones. One of them is the movie volume. And then one of them is the description volume. Those are the ones I've had recently at the movies. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no. That is not. I have never had that. Yeah. Ever. Mine is the movie volume is out in the room and I only have the description in my ear. I don't have any of the movie. I just have to hear the movie in the room. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, like, I, there's also, like, a little box. There's, like, multiple kinds of audio description devices that I've tried but um 
that sounds lovely because you can control which one is loud. Yes. A lot of times it's hard to control. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've I do. never. I do is that like the this. one you always use? Those are the ones I've had most recently. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Never have I had that. And I've I've had it. I've done it here and in New York, and oh. I've never had that. Wow. Well, I guess Ohio is so sophisticated. <laughs> even even Manhattan doesn't have the sophisticated <laughs> Ohio headphones okay okay but i will let me let me get to my fail though so like my my oh yes my absolute brilliant fail though so okay i i was okay the year was 2019 it was july oh my oh of course yeah i was still an undergrad Mm -hmm. like i was finishing my my last term and i decided i was gonna take myself to the movies so it was just me and I went to the movies and I wanted to see Avengers Endgame, which is a movie that really needs audio description. Yes. So I I go in, I ask for the device and they give it to me and I go in the theater and I sit down and I'm like, oh, the device is dead. Oh. So I get up and I go back outside and I'm like, hey, the device is dead. I need another one. And they're like, wait here. And then they take like five minutes and they give me another one. And I walk in and I'm like, oh, look, the device is dead again. No. This, wait, a different device? Yes. Or was it the same one? At this point, oh, no. I have missed large chunks of the movie. No, no. I have to walk out because I still don't know what's going on on the screen i was like should i cut my losses and do it i'm like well no i paid to see this movie i can't see it yeah so i walk outside and like i have you okay this movie's been out for a while like this might be a spoiler if you don't want to hear it you can like you can fast forward but skip ahead like one minute yeah so like i i come back and like i do this a third time i come back in as Black Widow is dying, and I'm like, oh, I guess Black Widow died. <laughs> I missed this. a horrible this. way to find out. And, like, it, it, it was honestly, like, probably a solid two-thirds of the movie that I had to go in and out, and, and it was uh. so... It took, like, four devices. They gave me a voucher to come see a free movie, and the largest irony was that I went to see... Like, I don't go to the movies that often, but I went to see Frozen 2 with my voucher, same thing yeah. happened with no. like slightly less devices, so I got another no. voucher out of that. Ah, <laughs> uh, tis the life of a disabled. It was you know, criminal. Always something. I I just imagine the person you're handing the dead device to, saying like, "Can I have another one?" Them just like turning around and handing you the yes. same device. They're like, "Here you go." <laughs> oh my god! No, that's actually actually a terrible fail probably worse than i've ever experienced so it was so I bad i, I so felt sorry. like i was outside of my body walking back to the to the people being yes. like please give me another device oh and it's so jarring you can't enjoy the movie when you're leaving and coming no. back and you know uh. no i mean that sounds i you definitely deserved that free voucher <laughs> um and I mean, as far as like, so that's kind of our movie going experience. I would say watching it in the comfort of your own home is a lot more comfortable, at least for me. You don't have to wear headphones. It just plays yeah. straight out of, you know, where you're watching it. And now what in your experience, in, in my experience, I think Netflix and Amazon Prime Video have the most um, yes. audio described shows. I mean, is that what you feel too? Or yeah. Have you ever 
um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would I f- say that Netflix really does a good job. I feel like Hulu is very like hit or miss. I, I I find that there's more often shows that don't have audio description or have incomplete audio description, mm-hmm. where like some seasons have it and some don't. I believe every Netflix original has audio description. Yeah. Um, and then even a lot of the ones that aren't original, like even Avatar The Last Airbender that came out 12, 20 years ago, basically, um, has it. So, you know, like it, a lot of the bigger titles or the new stuff mm-hmm. have it, but there's going to be a lot of older stuff that don't, obviously. It's impossible to back yeah. all of that probably. But I will say also yeah. Disney Plus has some solid, you know, if you, if you they want. They do. You're right. You're um, right. It's getting better. It's getting better. The Marvel stuff has it. Um, st- I love the Star Wars audio description. I feel like it's, like, it's this very, like, the, the describer is very, very, like, dramatic, and it's it adds to the movie, I think. I love that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I I pay attention to, because they can't, they can't act too much. Yeah. They've got to give you a little bit. It's an interesting medium, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, I, um, because I know we want to talk about, and then, you know, theater. Mm-hmm. Have Disney, you ever done that? We can get it. So I have never. I, I know this is shocking and and crazy, but I've never used audio description with live theater. I know you. <gasps> no, have, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I knew that, but no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Why? So why is that? I don't know. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I feel like I I. A few reasons, I think. First of all, if it's a if it's a musical I've already seen before, which which Cass and I have talked about this, how like since I am a musical theater person, I'm pretty familiar with all of them, so mm-hmm. like I can follow it because I know the story. Um, but another reason, I feel like it's just like almost, and this is not necessarily true, but sometimes to me it feels more overwhelming or more difficult to access, which is not necessarily true, but it's kind of like. Who do I ask? Where do yeah. I go? I mean, I feel like it's there's a lot of unknowns with how to even access it at a live event. Yeah, I. So my experience has been it. it it's the same kind of reception that you get when you go to a movie theater, but you have to ask for it in advance yeah. when you purchase the tickets. So, um, okay, the way that I've done it before. So, um, the time that it was the most useful to me, actually, I'm trying to think. So I think back in 20, was it 2017? I saw Carmen, the opera, um, and I think I had it for that. I actually don't remember, but the time that it was the most useful was when I I watched a ballet. There are no words in a ballet, just music. Mm. And Mm -hmm. and it's all visually acting. So Mm -hmm. I got it there, um, but I had to kind of... It was a whole thing. So, like, I understand not wanting to go through the process because it was kind of involved. But I called the box office and I asked for it. And they were like, what is that? And then, but they have people, they have live describers, right? Because it's live theater. They have a Mm -hmm. live person there who is, like, actually saying the words. And that was really cool because... I actually got to, like, meet the guy who was describing when I went to see that ballet. I saw Don Quixote. Um, It was great. He did a really great job, and it was super helpful because otherwise, like, it would have just been a night of nice classical music. (laughs) I wouldn't have really known what was going on. So um, that was really cool. Um, 
I, I will say I did just try to do it. Um, so I've done it with musicals before. I did just try to do it with Legally Blonde um, that I saw like this past weekend. And unfortunately, it didn't work as well because the devices they had just like were not working properly. There was a ton of static. I couldn't really hear any of the description. Mm. And then when I finally got like the fifth device, which fortunately the people who were who like could get the devices were sitting like right near us. So like mm-hmm. I didn't have to go out and ask for it. Um, but when they gave me like a like a fifth device, I there was less static, but and where we were sitting in the house, it was slightly louder. And so like the volume of the description, I had it up all the way and it still wasn't loud enough. I couldn't hear the description over the music. It was mm. kind of a bummer because like I'd never seen Legally Blonde before and I did want to know what was going on um, and like, yeah. you know, what Elle Woods was wearing. And I didn't really get that. I had to kind of ask my mom, like, what is she wearing? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, I think that's an issue that, that happens I feel like either at the movie theater or in live theater that you don't really have happen at home because like on Netflix it's Mm -hmm. already integrated into the program but like I've had that happen at movies kind of where I can't get the volume quite right like there will be a scene that's really really loud and so I'll turn up my audio description because it's really loud and then there will be a scene that gets really quiet after and my audio description is like blaring in my (laughs) ear and I'm like oh I gotta turn I'm like constantly turning it up and down Mm -hmm. like during a movie and so that does get a little annoying um it's never quite perfect whereas i feel like on like netflix it that's not an issue luckily thank goodness it's not a separate device right because it's like rolled in like it's all yeah it's in there the same Mm -hmm. track the same audio track right but that's frustrating about legally blonde and i i would like to maybe try it for a live event in the future though yeah i think that would be cool especially a show i do know i think that would be cool to see what i'm missing like a show that i think i know (laughs) we'll definitely try to do it in advance so like yeah okay i'm trying to see like les miserables in January and I know that story really well but I've never seen the the like live production of it so I really want the description though because I know that there are a lot of like visual things going on yeah so, mm-hmm. like I really hope that by then I'm seeing it at the same theater so I hope by then it is working better because I gave them some feedback I was just like listen it wasn't loud enough <laughs> yeah no I'm glad you did I'm glad you did they need to know that yeah for sure um where are what are other th- places that you've used audio description i really can't think of any other places i know we really want to talk i really really genuinely want to hear about your experience at disney okay but i feel like i want to let you like do you want to do the other things first because i think that's going to be like a moment in this episode like a segment i don't yeah because i don't want to like monologue for too long so yeah let's talk no no no. i i want to hear about (laughs) it but i i want to get i want you to have that time i don't want to feel rushed with it like i want that to be like a segment because i want to like i want it to have its own time fair Um, okay so let's do um like okay let's talk about we've had discussions about this which is why we're bringing it up intentionally but like let's talk about watching with audio description with an animated show because there is less going on on the screen yeah i think so cass I think I know the answer to this, but just asking for our listeners, you, if it were up to you, you would use it 100% of the time, correct? Pretty much, yeah. There there are very, very, very few times where I don't want it. Yeah. So I, I go back and forth. 
I really like it. It helps a lot. But I also feel, and I, I feel like this is like ableist to say on this on our own podcast. I feel like it can annoy me sometimes. It gets in the way a little bit sometimes. And do you, do you see what I mean? Or do you think it never bothers you? Yes, but say more. Give an example. Okay. I feel in a, let's say we're watching a show... I mean, this could go either way with drama or comedy. So, like, for a, for a dramatic scene where the silence matters for the beat of the moment, you have this voice coming in, you know, um, where I might want to really feel emotional there in the silent. You know, I feel like filmmakers, poss- you know, purposely add silence or, you know, beats in those in those ways. And I also feel like comedic beats um, might be funnier um, without a voice popping in. I don't know. I mean... This is a hot take. I just feel hot like sometimes takes. it's a little, it can be a little distracting. I do feel like once you get used to it, it's less distracting. Um, and I feel like it helps more than it hurts. And yeah. there are, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the white cane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like, even if the white cane only helps me 20% of the time, that 20% is monumental. Yeah. Like I am so happy that I have it in that small percent of time. I'm like, I'm so happy I have it. Whereas with audio description, Maybe half the time I don't really need it, but the half of the time that I do, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I heard that right yeah. now. Um, so, and and I do, it is kind of like an audiobook though sometimes too, and I do like that when I kind of, if I'm busy doing something, I can kind of have on the show with the audio description and I don't need to be looking at the screen at all, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my hot take. Like I, it really depends. And I feel like for animated shows, like for instance, Cass and I watched SpongeBob SquarePants together uh, earlier this year. And like, I just don't feel like I needed it for SpongeBob, not only because it's an extremely simple, simplistic show yeah. with only a few characters, but also I've watched the show many times as yeah. a child and I just didn't feel like I needed it. I didn't turn it on then either. And that's like pretty rare for me because I usually have it on um, just because yeah. I've seen the episodes like a billion times. <laughs> Now, but for Avatar The Last Airbender, I actually am watching it with audio description. And because that show is a lot more complex and, and more um, action you know, I, I recently watched Stranger Things. I absolutely needed it oh, for a yes. show like Stranger Things. It's so dark it's and it's so, so action packed. Um, but there are certain like, I don't know, like certain like sitcom-y type sh- Like I'm watching The Golden Girls right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it has audio description. But if it did, I probably wouldn't turn it on. Because I feel like that show is mm. extremely, um, that show is very dialogue heavy anyway. So True. there's not much action. There's not much visual action going on at all. It's literally people talking the whole show. I will like, say. in the same set. There is like facial expression that I feel like I'm lacking. Yeah, right. Like when you yeah, know when when Dorothy kind of glares over at Rose, you know, like I I kind of <laughs> wish I heard that. Um, That's fair, but I mean that totally makes sense. I think so. Some things I think that are really cool about audio description, just in general, um, since I usually have it on. So, you know, I. I disagree that it gets in the way not to, like, I'm not trying to, like, be like, you're wrong. But, like, it, for me. How dare you <laughs> for not me, agree with it, me about everything? Right? That's what best friends do. <laughs> uh, no, for me, I, I don't feel like 
Because I feel like in my brain, they're separate voices, right? So, like... Yeah, yes. To mm-hmm. me, like, that voice is part of the background. And, like... Okay. If, if mm-hmm. there were silence, I mean, I guess maybe some of it is interrupted. So, like... But I, I think that, like, a lot of times the describer is sensitive. Like, they're not super, super acting. But the describer is sensitive enough that, like, this is a tense moment. Mm-hmm. So they kind of say it in kind of a low or voice to not try to impede so i don't think it takes too much away from it but again i think like it's it's absolutely up to personal preference um i think another cool thing though that happened like with audio description is like (laughs) there are times in movies and tv shows where like the same character will come up in a different context and Growing up, even, I knew that that was something that was really hard for me to understand when I was watching something like Star Wars, where, like, a character would walk in on the screen, and I didn't fully know, like, who it was, because, you know, they weren't super different looking. So, like, when they say the names, you're like, oh, okay, that is that character. And I can associate those things together, because, like, I don't fully always know who's on the screen. Um, other things are, like, um, well, like, most of the time, if it's done right, audio description doesn't give anything away before it actually happens on the screen. Yes, I love, I love that. Yes. So, Uh like, if a character, like, you don't know their identity yet, like, no one knows their identity yet, the description Uh won't reveal it either. Yes, yes. I love that, too. I've noticed that. Yeah, and that's cool. Yes, yes. Um, another th- I, and and I will. S- oh, I'm sorry. Oh no no no! no, on, no I'm on. like monologuing. What are you? What were you gonna no, say? No no say it say it. No no no! I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to okay. hear. It. I, do. I, said, I was just gonna say another thing I like is like especially in sci-fi or um especially in sci-fi really or fantasy, um they will say the proper names of like the weird things in the universe that you're watching it in, <laughs> which is really fun. Uh-huh. Especially like like watching Star Wars, they would use these like high-tech binoculars. They're called quadnoculars, and I know that because of the audio <laughs> description. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. No, I I will say, even though I just said something negative about it, I think the pros outweigh the cons. Overall, oh, yeah. I do like it. Um, I do kind of sometimes wish there was an audio description for low vision people and then, a, and then another one for fully blind people, because I feel like sometimes it tells me a little... Redundancy. Like, yeah it tells me a little too much like there are some very obvious things like they shake hands and you can see it but then there's obviously a lot of little things that I miss and I probably miss more than I see anyway so it's it's fine at all but um something funny that I've noticed in audio descriptions sometimes is because they've got to talk during the pauses of dialogue they'll sometimes say something that happens visually before it happens visually so they'll be like so and so fell down and then the person falls falls down and you're like oh they're i guess they're about to fall because (laughs) the audio description just told me that um but i i uh oh no there are just so many things i could say about it but i but you know another thing is like sometimes it'll say something to me that even though i can see it i'm just sometimes maybe not paying attention well enough and i'll Mm. be like oh i might have missed that regardless yeah i think like Growing up sometimes, did you ever feel dumb? Like, you felt stupid growing up watching movie. Like, sometimes yeah. I would watch a movie with yeah. a friend growing up, 
and I wouldn't be able to follow it. And instead of thinking, oh, it's because I'm blind, I would immediately think, am I stupid that I can't follow yeah. this plot? No, I know. Um, or, like, people will pick up on, like, the small, like, hints mm-hmm. throughout the film and they'll know, like, m- what might happen next. And I always feel like, wait, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, tell me the answer. I <laughs> Yeah, and now that I've started using audio description, I'm like, oh, I wasn't stupid. I just, it was my vision. But I think, like, I think it's, like, what you said at the beginning of this episode is we give ourselves too much credit. Like, we think we can see better than we can. And so we're like, oh, I can follow this. And then you're like, no, I cannot. (laughs) To your criticism before, though, I was just remembering, like, um, I feel like... I've watched audio description with, like, older cartoons where there's more, like, you know, cartoon humor, quote-unquote, where it's just, like, physical comedy. Um, And, like... I think a lot of times I could see a lot of that because it's the colors are brighter, the the background is simpler. Mm-hmm. But I watched, um, and, and it, I think it highly varies. But I watched um, like a uh, like a Mickey cartoon movie, and I felt like the description was lacking. There was so oh. much happening that they didn't describe, and I was so disappointed. Mm. Um, mm, interesting. So yeah. I, I feel like it it does really depend. Uh, I again though, like to on the other hand, like I watched, I've watched it with movies I've seen a million times anyway, like Toy Story. In the first Toy Story, I learned this because of audio description. You know when like the soldier gets stepped on. Uh huh. Later on in the bush, he's being tended to by a medic because he's got a little cross on his helmet. And I didn't oh. notice that because I, the audio description told me. I was like, oh, wow. Right. Who knew? It'll tell you so many. It'll tell you really cool things. And I and I do agree with you that the more you get used to it, the more you can separate the voices in your head. And it is like two separate things. And I think you kind of got to get used to it, though. Like it, it's... Um, it's kind of jarring at first, but I feel like it can help even fully sighted yes, people. Yes, yes, I want to talk about this. They didn't know. Have you watched yes. it with sighted people? I have not actually. <gasps> I have not. Oh, oh. Okay. Only when I'm at the theater, but they're not hearing it because I have the headphones in. Okay, so. you should absolutely do it. And I, <laughs> I'm fascinated because sometimes, like for sighted people, they can see pretty much everything that's going on on the screen so I think like it's I think when my brother started watching movies with us with audio description so like during the pandemic we would do like the Netflix watch party thing yeah and um we'd always have the audio description on so that I could see the movie but then that means that they were also listening to it with audio description and (laughs) at first like my brother we've talked about this like my brother can see really well and so um, I feel like he was really, like, overstimulated because he's like, why are they telling mm-hmm. me things that I already know? Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but but I think, like, there's something almost comforting about it that, like, you hear confirmed what you're seeing. Um, mm-hmm. And with people that, like, can't see as well, um, they may not be, like, totally, like, legally blind or, or worse, but... Um, my dad, I think at first he thought it was a little bit obnoxious, but now he actively, like, seeks out things <laughs> with audio description. It's so funny because, like, I'll be visiting my parents and then I walk in as my dad's watching something and he has it turned on because he's like, oh my God, I had no idea all of the stuff that I couldn't see. 
<laughs> oh, no, I, I really think it can help anybody. It tells you some crazy things sometimes yeah. that you're like, wow, that's some good insight right? or, you know, things like that. Or like, I, that's so funny. And my mom will be like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah. There have been certain movies I would have turned off had I not had audio mm-hmm. description. So I'm really grateful for it. Like there's this movie called 13 Lives on um, Amazon Prime that I tried to watch recently. And I, I was about to give up. I was like, no, 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 I can't. I cannot. It was way too visual. There was like subtitles in a different language. I was like, no, no, no. And then they had audio description and it helped me Game see the changer. whole thing. And it was great. And I very much enjoyed it. So like very grateful that it exists. And thanks to everyone who does it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that they're trying to make things accessible for us. But if we don't have anything else to say, I got to hear about your Disney okay. world. Okay. So audio description. Because I have not. We're saving it for the pod. She has not told me, you guys. I was like, we're saving it for the pod. Okay. I feel like I've talked so much in this episode. But like, I. <laughs> you haven't. We've, it's been 50-50, I'm pretty sure. Okay. it's It's been. I don't know. I've, I've been like super excited for this episode. So, okay. Uh, no, me too. Me too. So at Disney World, you can get an audio description device. And it's really neat because they will describe where you're at, like in the park. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll also describe some attractions. Um, so like there are pros and cons. You have You pay to rent it, but like when you return it, they return your money. So it's just like you know, kind of an insurance just in case you wander off with it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they don't lose yeah. their investment on it. It So, like, I'll, um, I'll do the pros and then I'll do the cons just because, like, it, it's very, like, I don't know. It could be very hit or miss. Overall, I did enjoy it a lot. Um, overall. Um, but anyway, so I did it for um, Magic Kingdom and for Epcot. Um, there are other reasons I didn't do it for the other parks, but like, especially for Magic Kingdom, there's a lot of things that are like really visual. And if you've ever been to Disney World, you know that they have a lot of like dark rides or just like kind of these chill ride through kind of attractions where you're on a little moving vehicle and you see some scenes that play out with animatronics. Disney does that kind of stuff all the time. Um, and so... I thought it was really cool because, like, most of the time you get to have, like, one headphone in. Um, and there's only one headphone connected to it. So then you can hear what's oh. going on outside. Um, mm. And it's sort of location-based. So as you walk around the park, it vibrates and it tells you, like, so in, in Magic Kingdom, there are, like, different lands. You've got, like, Fantasy Land, Adventureland, Frontierland, Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been helpful back in July. <laughs> right. And so it'll be like, it'll vibrate and be like, Adventureland, um, by the, you know, by the restrooms and whatever. And there, there are only certain places it'll do it. It doesn't do it every single time that you move. Um, uh-huh. But it's cool because you get this audio menu that you can listen to kind of an extended description of the area that you're in. So they're like, Adventureland. This is a tropical themed area with like, and they describe the architecture and oh, how cute! And it's really neat and it's so cool because uh, you know Frontierland, it's like modeled after like pioneer days and blah blah. Like it, it'll <laughs> it'll talk for a while if you want to hear That's the extended cute. description. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, there are some rides that I've been I've been to Disney a lot like through many years of my life, and so like 
Um, there are rides like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's really dark. And I ha- I never have any idea what's going on. Like, I'm kind of just there to, like, listen to the music. But I finally <laughs> actually learned what was going on. There's a town on fire at the end. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, yes. My mom usually describes it to me. Like, she'll tell me there's a man in jail and the dog is holding the key. That's in his all I knew about that ride, it. though. Yeah, my mom would tell me that. And yeah, but no, I'm sure there's a lot. There's so there's much so that's much happening. Like... And I still, like, I gotta, like, say, you know, for all those people being like, oh, they miss so much. How could they possibly enjoy it? I still thoroughly oh, enjoy yeah. it. I still thoroughly do. Because I hate it when people patronize me and they're like, oh, well, you must not enjoy it if you can't see it. It's like, no, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm sure I'm missing a lot. But it, it, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and all the other rides, even though we can't mm-hmm. see it very well, like, it's still such an atmosphere yes. there. Um and so, like, and so, anyway, I just had to pop in. Obviously, no, audio description is I think is that great, that's a but, like, really, I had to say that. really important point. Because I think, yeah, like, there are times where, like, I will tell my mom, like, something that I, I didn't see. And she's like, oh, wow. I just, I never really even noticed that you wouldn't have seen something like that. Um, mm, yeah. And, and it's just, it's wild. But, like, we still... We still like being there, um, and like of course, you know, there's there's music, there's like there's sensory, you know, and yeah, things. we can still see some of it. Like we see like the colors and the lights, and you mm-hmm. know, we see enough. I see the big ship when we go into that right. room with the big ship, and like the, Disney um, does a lot with like smells, and you can hear the sound effects. Oh yeah, the water smell, the water top, smell, top tier, <laughs> top tier. But like. <laughs> You know, I, I feel like I enjoy it, but I get to enjoy it more that I yeah, understand of course, of just course. like additional context. And so I used it for that ride. Haunted Mansion was honestly like a game changer. I had no idea about. Uh, um, uh. I didn't realize that at the end we were like outside in a graveyard. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't process that fact. Yeah. I thought we were I like knew that, in but... the ballroom or something. Um, but I couldn't yeah. really see the headstones because it's all very dark. Uh-huh. Right, right. The only reason I knew that is because I'm obsessed with that ride. Right. But that's a whole other story. Fair. But like <laughs> even like the scene with the bride, like they describe right. that there are like there are unopened wedding gifts that are scattered around. See, I would have never. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like that. you never knew. Yeah. Like there's a punch bowl. Like there, um, there oh, are just cool. like really interesting things in the scene. Uh, you know, in the in the part right before it, where like the painting stretch, um, they uh-huh. describe what all of the people like how all of the people end up. You know, where like. Uh, the woman in the parasol dangles above a crocodile's open mouth and like oh. whatever, whatever. Mm. Like uh, this, the man, what I, is like over quicksand, and I just I didn't fully know. Like I knew that they expanded, and I could see some of it, but I didn't really know all of the details. And I think it was really helpful. I'm obsessed with that ride, so I need to use it on there. I love that ride with every fiber of my being. It was beautiful, and I missed being with I'm you on it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> and I know you were so depressed on it the whole time. You were probably crying I, the whole time because I wasn't I was, there. actually. Uh, you have no yeah, idea. You are probably inconsolable. I know. Well, I feel like I was yeah. about to just join the house of the haunted, the happy haunts. Yeah, because of the dead. I, I, because couldn't, you were, I couldn't be with you. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't go on after that. Yeah, How could I? I? 
How could I? How could you? <laughs> did they have audio description for the... I, I don't know if you did this attraction, but do you know if they had it for the Tiki Room? Um, I... I did... I did it with them. Yes, they did. And they did. It was so helpful. Um, where, oh, like, I'm sure. When the flowers sing. I can't sing, see anything in there. Right? Well, and I just enjoy the music. But, like, when the flowers sing, um, like, some of the orchids, like, stretch up and they have their, like, a solo moment. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know there were orchids. Oh. <laughs> fun, fun. I love the Tiki Room. It's also I love the tiki one of my faves. Um, they do it for Jungle yes. Cruise, which I feel like was kind of hit or miss just because mm. as they described what was like the animal, you know, the animatronic animals that you're passing, I'm missing some of the jokes, which is kind of the appeal right, of Jungle Cruise. Right, I feel like Cruise. that would be, the Jungle Cruise is almost impossible to do because the skipper, if, if you're not familiar with the ride, there's a skipper performer who is live. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way for that, and it's a different skipper every time. So there's no, there would be no way for that person to um, be able to line up perfectly with where the audio description yes talks. and now in the cave yeah. now in the mm. cave though there's a part where you go in this little cave and it has some like hidden jewels and things the skipper is not talking mm. so you get okay. to hear what's like inside <laughs> that cave which is kind of nice okay um, nice nice so, so the cons, though, with the audio description, one, you have to wear this dumb box around your neck, and it looks kind of dorky. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, on a lanyard, but it's kind of heavy. Okay. Um, so oh. it's, like, eh. Um, My shoulder pain says no. <laughs> I mean, you could you could also just, like, hold it in your hand, um, but, like, yeah. or, like, put it in a backpack yeah. or something that you're carrying. Okay. But, like, okay. that was, I mean, I felt like I looked kind of stupid, but I did really enjoy it. Um, sometimes the audio isn't always synced up. So, like, I would start an uh. attraction that had it, but it wasn't, like, talking. It wasn't saying anything, and there was no way to get it mm. to start talking. Mm. So it was like, mm. oh, why can't, why isn't it saying things? Like, I, I'm here, I'm on the attraction. So, like, that, yeah, that was kind of meh. Okay. And the battery life was disappointing because, like, it would oh. die before I was done with the day. So I didn't get to oh. use it for Small World, and I really wanted to because I wanted to hear them oh, describe Small the Small World would have been incredible to see, yeah. to do with that. So I, Small World is so visual. And, like, oh I'm just, gosh. I like, I like listen, you know, the colors are bright, the music oh, of is course, cute, you of hear course. different languages. We still love it, but I would love for them to tell me, like, I I want to hear the dolls. Every... Tell me. Yeah, I would like to hear. You're like you're in. You're entering Holland. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like... well, even like again, this is the kind of thing where like even for sighted people, like we were on small world. We we're like, what country are we even in? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but they would tell me. Oh well, yeah, of course. They... Right. The audio description tells you things that sighted people might not even know. So in Epcot, did you use it at all? Like, did you use it? I'm just wondering if they have it for Soren. Um, yes, they have it for Soren, but it was one of those times where it wasn't synced up and I didn't actually hear anything and I was so disappointed because I, uh, quite frankly, I would not want to use it for Soren. The screen is big enough, quite frankly, for me. I, um... And if you don't know what Soren is, the screen is as big as like a four-story house. It's like so. I think we're good. It's like a like a flying simulator. It's very like it's glidey, like very nice. And it you're kind yeah. of in this dome-shaped screen, so it feels very immersive. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I was disappointed because I did want to hear them describe Soren because like I wanted to like. 
I wanted to hear some of those things, but, you know, I feel like I still enjoyed it without it. Um, and, uh, they, the ball, the ride inside the ball, like Spaceship Earth, they had it for that one, which mm, I thought was really helpful. That would have been very helpful. Very helpful. Oh, that would have been very, I can't see anything in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dark. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, so overall. Yeah. And they'll good. describe, like, the architecture of each, like, uh, when the World Showcase, like, they'll describe, like, mm-hmm. what each country's That's architecture cool. looks like. So it, it, that is really cool, too. Um, and they say, like, as you're walking, you're, like, in the promenade between, like, Canada and the UK. So, like, you know what countries you're by. And I feel like that would, that part of it, like, telling you where you are would be extremely helpful if you're doing, like, a solo trip Mm -hmm. or if you're doing a trip with another blind person. Like, I feel like when I'm with my family, they can tell me, hey, we're entering Adventureland. Like, I don't really, like, need that as much, but... I, it sounds cool to try out. Um, Definitely for worth sure. trying. I, I mean, I would love it for the rides. Also, yeah. I mean, like, your family, I mean, no offense, your family can only get you so far. <laughs> like, you know. No, I, it's true. My, my family has described some of the attractions to me before, and, like, I still think it was very, like, a lot more complete, especially for something like Haunted Mansion, yeah. where, like, at the beginning. Well, I didn't mean the attractions. I just mean, like, oh, the, the as far as, like, walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um. They can go into, again, more further detail, but, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, like, take the good with the bad, so you have to, like, also know at the end of the day you have to go and return the device, and, yeah, that could, yeah. I I actually had this thing happen where apparently I was supposed to have filled out a form. It was on them to, to tell me to do that. It wasn't, like... Oh. So, mm-hmm. like... Something happened where, like, when we returned it, when we were in Magic Kingdom, um, they, like, didn't have enough information. So they had to, like, instead of returning my money, they had to give me a gift card with my money, which was fine just because, like, I was going to be, like, buying more food the next day. Yeah. So I just used it on that. But, um, yeah, they felt really bad. Like, they gave us a voucher for, like, free popcorn and a free water bottle. Um, mm-hmm. which was nice of them, but it was kind of a hassle in some ways. But I would recommend yeah. it still. Um, you just have to go in knowing that that's like it's. It might take some time. Um, it, even Disney's confused about audio description. Oh, clearly, yeah, seriously, <laughs> like every other place we go. Well, for the listeners who might not know, were you doing all of this in like the city hall? Is this where you get it? Yeah, like, you have to go to guest services every time and then tell them like you yeah. want an audio description device. Um, and they kind okay. of you have to go through a little bit of a process. You know, you fill out that little form, and then um, you know you can take it with you. And then when you take it back, you have to make sure that they got it right. Keep that receipt, by the way. Um, okay. when you pay that, like, little deposit, you have to keep that receipt, because otherwise, like, they won't be able to return your money. And they never tell you you need to keep the receipt, but you do. Okay. Good to know. I don't keep receipts. This is why it was important. They don't, they don't read, like, menus, do they, on the wall at the little kiosks or anything? Um. I guess those change. I don't think they do, no. I don't think they do either from what I've heard, but I just had to ask yeah. to make sure. They will talk but about no, that's, restaurants, but no, yeah. It, yeah. Really interesting. Something I'd never tried before, but yeah, fresh on my mind. Nice. Well, I, I'm excited to try that next time I go. Yeah. You, you definitely should at least once. 
Um, just so that you get a, a good idea of, of what's going on. Um, I You know what? I wish they would describe, like, the, the nighttime shows. I think that would be really helpful. Oh, that would be. That would be all the projections on the castle. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. That would be helpful. Really would. Nice. Well, we're wrapping up, but yes. we, we have... And so, fun fact, we were kind of thinking of doing a Christmas episode for this slot, um, and we changed it kind of last minute to audio description because we've done not one, but two Christmas episodes in the past, so go listen to those if you need to feel festive. Yes. And also, we recently did our Thanksgiving episode, which felt kind of holiday Christmassy, so we didn't feel like we needed two in a row like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to throw in a little festiveness to your day at the end of this ep and do a little... Christmas this or that. Christmas this or that. Oh, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. Beautiful theme. Beautiful theme <laughs> song. So we're do- we're going to just do these off the cuff. I mean, we have not even thought of these. We're we're off the cuff thinking of them. Okay. Um I have I'll start cuz I thought of one just now. Okay. Do you, I think I know the answer, but you know, do you would you prefer to give a gift or receive a gift? On Christmas. You know, I really love both. Um, I really love giving someone a, a, a gift that I know that they're going to really enjoy. Like, that, those are my love languages. Like, I love finding something really, um, really special that someone I know, ha- like, ha- maybe has expressed that they've wanted it before or that, like, I know mm-hmm. that they would enjoy so I really love doing that and just getting to watch them be excited. But I also love a gift like that f- for me um, yeah. when someone, I feel like they know me well enough to get me something really special. But what about you? Absolutely. I agree. I mean, I think I would say giving, I like a little more and that's not for me. That's not me trying to sound like a good person. I just really, it is one of my love language, my biggest love language as well. I really enjoy that. But I really enjoy receiving gifts and I agree with you that I enjoy receiving a gift when it makes me feel seen Mm -hmm. by the friend that's giving it. And that's because that is a love language of ours of like, I don't just want to receive something to receive it. Mm -hmm. I want to receive something that I know that it makes me feel like the person knows me. So I enjoy, I really enjoy both as well. I I really love it. And to me, it's not just about materialism. It's Mm -hmm. about like knowing the person. Yeah. So, and like really thinking about what they're gonna like it's a testament of like your love and care for someone really if you know them well enough to be able to find something that they would be able to enjoy Um, yeah it's really special yeah i'm excited because we're gonna send we're gonna send each other a little bit christmas Christmas. little christmas gifts soon and i'm excited about the one i got you even though i don't know if i don't know i don't know i i feel like you're pretty good at giving gifts so i feel like i probably will enjoy it Um, i hope so Okay, um, in terms of Christmas flavors, um, gingerbread mm. or peppermint? I gotta go with, oh gosh, you know, my first instinct was gingerbread, but I really love peppermint, um, especially mixed with chocolate. I really mm-hmm. enjoy peppermint chocolate stuff, but I, I don't know, gingerbread is fun because I feel like peppermint I eat all throughout the year, whereas gingerbread is really just Christmassy to me. Yeah. And so I might say that. What about you? I... I love peppermint. I will say I I don't get to have gingerbread as often though, and maybe I yeah, should change right. that because I love warm and spicy flavors like chai, oh, 
Um, love. Like pumpkin spice flavors. Like I love those. I love cinnamon. I love cinnamon yeah. maybe more than chocolate, which might be high treason, but that's okay. Right. I, I think we've done a Christmas this or that before, so I feel like I'm going to repeat some of these. But this was like two years ago probably that we did it, so sorry, yeah. anyone, if we're repeating. <laughs> but uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Um, Like... Which do I like better or which do... do yes. We, okay. I like Christmas Eve. I like the anticipation. Anticipation's always more fun for me than the real thing. <laughs> I No, I completely agree. I enjoy Christmas Eve. I just enjoy the whole Christmas season a lot for the anticipation part I, of it. I, that's, yeah. That's why I love Thanksgiving is because anticipation. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, let's see. Getting a, getting an item or getting an experience? Hmm. You know what's funny is, I, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. <laughs> um, I feel like people usually say experience and, and they usually say, I've heard a lot of people say experiences matter more than things, which I agree with. If you're going to spend a day with your family doing something great, like that's more fun than a thing. However... Let's say, this is this is such a tangent for me, but I heard someone talk about this on TikTok and I completely agree. Let's say you have an experience of like going out to a really nice dinner and it's like a place you've always wanted to go. Okay, you have that, that experience for like three hours of your whole life. But if you receive, say like a Nintendo Switch, let's say you receive that for Christmas. That is days upon days upon years of enjoyment yeah. of something that you can get out of that thing. So I don't, I mean... I can't really choose between the two because I feel like they both matter, but I just don't like when people are always saying experiences are better because sometimes things can bring you more longevity with enjoyment than an experience. Um, yeah. But I would rather get like a vacation than like than like a nice tech item, I guess. I, I don't know. It really depends though. I yeah. can't really answer that. What do you think? No, I, I feel similarly just because I think it's harder to gift experiences sometimes. Um, you have to, yeah. you know, usually they cost a bit. So you need to know that, like, the experience that you're going to be gifting to someone is something that you could enjoy uh, or that, that they will definitely enjoy. And usually, like, people will, like, buy two of something. So it's like, we're going to do this thing together. Mm. So it's harder mm -hmm. to do if you guys don't live with each other. If you have, like, um, you know, someone that lives far away from you, it's like, well... I guess next time you're in town, we could do this, but <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a yeah. while. Um, so sometimes right. sometimes giving a thing is, is often easier to, like, logistics-wise. Right. I don't know. If you're friends with, like, a minimalist who really doesn't want any other object, then I think, like, saying, hey, let's go, like, get massages or something like that might be a better gift for... It depends on the person. I think so. But, yeah, I feel like for, like, us, it would be impossible to gift each other an experience ever because... We're not. We don't, we don't live, live in the same other. space, so like we we always kind of yeah. have to give each other gifts, uh, like gifts of things. But anyway, things. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think those are both good. Um, are we doing one more each? Uh, sure. Or is that it? Uh, okay. Um, we plan this super well. Yeah, we really um are off the cuff on this. Okay. Um, Christmas. Okay, as far as Christmas music goes, mm. do you prefer like a nice chill ballad or like a fun peppy Christmas song? Ooh, okay, okay. I think mm, that's a good one. I think each has its they both place. Have their place. They both have their place. They uh, do. I per, like as a person, person am less of a ballad person. 
um, just in general. So I do love a peppy. Um, I, I feel like I have kind of a riff off of that that I could ask you. Um, oh, okay, okay. Do you like um, older Christmas music or more modern Christmas music? Good question. So for the first one, I'm a ballad gal, even though I do love a peppy song every once in a while. Um, but uh, old, definitely older. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like newer stuff, too, though. Like, I I love newer stuff, too. But you can't beat the classics, in my opinion. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I'm with that. Like, there's something there's something special about, like, uh, my my favorite version of the Christmas song is is the, the tried and true Nat King Cole version. Uh. It, or not King Cole, yeah. I was about affect- to say for lives. No, no, it affects me. Like, <laughs> yes, no, same. That's probably like my all-time favorite. Actually, me too. It's- yeah, that and and uh, Judy Garland. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Mm, okay, I don't like a hot take. I don't like Judy Garland's voice. She bothered me as a oh, kid. Wow. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um, I'm dying. Um, I do love. I. I I like a modern take. I feel like I really enjoy, like, when it comes to, like, religious Christmas songs, I really like O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I think it's really beautiful. Love it. Um, That's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. I just, I think it's really, like, kind of haunting. And, like, I love how the chorus, the chorus goes into a major chorus and the verses are in minor. Yes, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, and I love modern spins off of that, too. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. We could love talk that. forever. Yeah. We could, we could. But it's um, been a bit. That was pretty good. And the last thing I'll say is, speaking of Christmas music, one of the things Cass got me for my birthday was the Dolly Parton Christmas <laughs> album in vinyl format. And it was lovely. And I spun the whole thing the other day. And it was like a lovely experience. Oh, I, Actually, we, uh, my queen. mom and I had it on while we addressed our Christmas cards together. Oh, so that's really perfect. Special. I just got I your know. mom's Christmas card in the mail. And I felt... Loved. Oh my gosh. So I love your mom. I love that. All right. Well, that was so fun. Thanks we hope you for enjoyed listening. It. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back in two weeks for our last episode of the year. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can't believe it. Wow. wow. Crazy. Bye. Bye. Bye.